guys, the news is there is no news. Well, the news is we know he loves the attention, but we got to report on it. We're going to break it down. Aaron Rodgers, what does it mean to the betting odds specifically? More drama, no doubt about it, is you've got the idea in Tampa Bay, Bruce Arians and Tom Brady, the rumors <laughs> that we maybe started, I think it's fair to say, or at least we were at the front of it, of their conflict, but still... The Bucks are even money to win their division. Why would they still be so high, their odds? And in college football, Cincinnati, their head coach agrees to a contract through 2028. And, you know, that's Luke Fickle. And you know what? He was a Buckeye. Here comes a four-hour of the Vegas truth covering all that and more. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight Out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I doubt the future. I doubt the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's RJ Bell. You heard it, I'm RJ Live in Las Vegas, live on a Tuesday, live on 225. FSR stations across this great, great nation. You know, these are some of my favorite shows because, one, we get to be critical of the media. It's, it's Listen, when you're on the outside of the media, but you're broadcast in the media, it's a really fun thing. I can't lie. Because you can kind of be like, that's not me. I'm not, you know, like Colin does this with uh, being a journalist. He's like, I'm not a journalist. I'm an opinion guy. So, you know what? He gets the benefit of, you know, people think, oh, he's kind of a journalist. But he also doesn't have to follow the, the traditions or, you know, the, I guess he's making his own rules with that. And to me, that's one of the great things about new media as things have evolved from the prior generations is back in the day, if you were anywhere close to the media, you you know, you were inside. You had an editor, you had the bosses directly saying, do this, don't do this. Well, when you have these looser affiliations where it's like, okay, there's Fox Sports Radio, but they have this deal with one company or this deal with pregame.com to do what we do here. Yeah, you they got their rules, but mostly they leave it up to you. Like, it's your show, go. And and to me, I love that because I don't like the old rules all that much. And it also allows us to point at the guys that are still kind of doing it the old way and saying, man, that seems wrong. And uh, I enjoy that. I can't lie. (laughs) Sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans listen to know more than their buddies. He is the fan who beats the man, A.J. Hoffman. Thanks, RJ. Great to be here today where Aaron Rodgers adds only more questions with his latest comments. Deshaun Watson's legal situation hits a bit of a snag, and the Pelicans silently make a a statement about Zion Williamson. What is the Vegas lead today? Oh, that sounds like a rock album. Silent statement. (laughs) That would be a good one. And the first seven-minute song is just silence. (laughs) I, I think on day one it gets a lot of play, at least the beginning of it. Yeah, maybe. I, I think the, the second listen's probably tougher. <laughs> All right. We're going to start with Aaron Rodgers, Vegas lead. But let me ask you a question. If I said the following about Aaron Rodgers, does it maybe tell the story and we should act accordingly from then on? This is a guy that wants attention. He has that little smirk on his face. And 
a knowing smirk, and he thinks that smirk means he's in on some kind of Dave Letterman-esque joke. Like, yeah, I'm here. You're watching. I'm not going to tell you nothing. <laughs> but maybe the joke is a level higher than that, which is he wants – he's almost 40 years old, and he wants to be playing jokes that a 22-year-old at Harvard Lampoon thought was funny. It's like what's – it's like he thinks there's a big – he's pulling the wool over everyone's eyes. And, you know, he is to some degree, except he, he's feeding the machine – and that machine doesn't care what it's eating. This machine wants something. Get up wants something to talk about on an off Tuesday when the NBA is even in. Think about this. This is one of those ultimate days. There's hardly any games going on. No one cares about college basketball till March. So he, get, <laughs> he gets to go on. Who knows what kind? And again, I don't know. Who knows if he's got 10% ownership in uh, Pat McAfee's show? I don't know. Right? Have they opened up the books? But it seems weird that relationship. And he's smirking, and everyone. And then you look at Get Up, and what you got is like, which to me is like the prototypical, like, this is the highest dollar, most producers, most guests. This is the ESPN's machine version of what sports reporting should be, right? Because this is where they put the money. And I like a lot of that show. I, I like some of the guests. But, man, oh, man, when you got them all acting like they're offended that they have to cover Aaron Rodgers' Instagram post. Except my point is how different is that than almost anything else they do or any media does pretty much these days in sports, which is it's not about breaking the games down. It's about the drama who they're going to sign the next year. I ne- I'll never forget this, AJ, and I'm going to throw it to you, is – it would have been two years ago. It was when Clay got hurt during the playoffs or during the finals. And I guess it would have been against um, Leonard and Toronto, right? And it was the middle of those finals. And everyone was talking about, well, you know, where is Leonard going to sign next year? And where's Durant going to be next year? Like the, the night of like game four, game five. <laughs> and it's like this is the a handful of days during the year that this game should matter the most and they still the soap opera was bigger. And I love a good soap opera. I used to watch Dallas. I loved that show. But it's a soap opera. This is life. And you know what? Maybe people were saying, well, the reason you wanted to watch Dallas was you wanted the drama. And the reason you watch sports is you want the drama. You just don't want to seem like a housewife watching a soap opera. And you know what? I think they're right about a lot of that. <laughs> but you know what else? It shouldn't be the people on TV acting like they don't know that, and they're acting all offended that they're talking about something that's beneath them, except it's the same thing they talk about every day, which is soap opera type things. All right, take it. Yeah, well, the soap opera, I'm done watching this soap opera, the Aaron Rodgers soap opera. I've got no more interest in it. Well, then how are you talking? Then it means you can't say anything else. Oh, well, I'm just saying you, if <laughs> I, you, can, you can keep Aaron Rodgers. Uh-huh. If I'm a team who's, who's looking at Aaron Rodgers, I'm done looking at him. I don't think Aaron Rodgers cares about football enough. I think that Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he's already at an age at 38. He'll be 39 in the middle of next season. You're going to get declining play from Aaron Rodgers. And this guy is just more drama. He's more. He's more than the squeeze is worth to me. But, so yeah, I, but that assumes that what what is the cost of the drama? Meaning, I think there is a cost. But how do I, I know you get irritated by it because you're probably one. Of, you're kind of like those people on the Get Up saying, "I don't want to talk." Like, think about the irony. I, my name's AJ Hoffman. I'm going to do my job now. One, two, three. I'm sick of Aaron Rodgers. Now stand by as I talk about Aaron Rodgers for five minutes. How sick are you? I'm not talking about me personally. I'm saying if I'm an NFL team, I don't want Aaron Rodgers. 
but why if would I, they be I, any if, different though? It, well, I, I, the, I guess what is it, what is the downside for the team? I guess is what I'm trying to get. The downside at. for the team is you're bringing in a guy who is more interested about self promotion and, and and what people think of him personally than actually winning football games. I don't think you're getting a guy who you're not getting Tom Brady certainly a guy who's going to come in and live and breathe football for you. That's not Aaron Rodgers. So and where Aaron can Rogers, I get to, where where can I get Tom Brady by the way if I was a you GM? can't. Right. That's the point. You can't. But you're going to have to pay for Aaron Rodgers like he's going to bring you some title. Uh-huh. And I don't think I don't think there's certainly not a guarantee that he's well, bringing you a title. I think well, that the odds are that wherever he goes, th- that team is worse than the Packers were this year. All right. So first off, there's no guarantee with anyone. Brady, no. So. Obviously, you're using that as a phrase, but what you're saying, but we would agree, you're saying the chances of winning a title with Rodgers are less than the market believes, and thus you're going to overpay for him. Yes, I think the reason why all this offseason discussion about Aaron Rodgers exists is because people think that there are teams out there like the Broncos or the Steelers that if they added a quarterback, they're suddenly a Super Bowl contender. And I just don't believe that to be true. I, I so don't you think, think adding. You think Denver Broncos with Aaron Rodgers? Let's define a contender as one of the top eight favorites to win the Super Bowl. Okay, they are one of the top eight favorites. I don't think they're winning a Super Bowl if they add him. All right. So really, we never. Every team's an underdog to win a Super Bowl. So what you're saying is, and, and, and follow me here, because this is key that we are precise. You're saying the chances of winning with Aaron Rodgers a quarterback, considering his age, considering the drama and distraction that comes with him is less than people think, and thus you'd be overpaying for him, either for the trade, for the salary that season, or for and or for any accommodations you got to make yes. with the team. Yes, and uh, for anything that he does to your team long-term, any kind of disruption he causes your team, yeah. So obviously the counterpoint here is 13 wins, 13 wins, yeah. and then was it 13 again this year with four losses? I think so, right? But number yeah, one C, yeah. number one C, I mean, listen – in and weird- MVPs. He's playing at MVP level, which is really impressive for a guy who I don't think prioritizes football. But that also, how long does that last? How but, long did yeah. you know every not not everybody can play to forty four? It's not normal. Aaron Rodgers isn't going to play to forty four. All right, so let's dig into that because we've got the numbers on that, and and I don't think this is being discussed properly. And AJ pitched me this topic during his extensive Aaron Rodgers talk off the air. But he's over him. Don't forget. <laughs> I mean, I'm, listen, dude. I'm not making fun of you. I'm making fun of all of us because, in a, except not me really, because I admit it. I know it's, it's, this is about what we're trying to do is entertain, and and we're trying to convey good information. And thus, by talk, like, I get the best of both worlds. I get to talk about it, but I get to act like I'm chastising other people, and I'm not because I'm not chastising them. I'm saying at least admit what's going on, right? And and to me, the ones that admit it. I appreciate it. Like the guy, there's certain guys in their 20s that won't date anyone because they want to just go from girl to girl. You know the type. The ones that admit that, I just smile and say, hey, they're being honest with the girls. It's everyone's making a choice. The guys that act like they're trying to, to, to always have a girlfriend, but they're actually running around. I don't like the hypocrisy. as much. Which one were you, AJ, by the way? I, I was a, uh, a one gal guy. <laughs> you, I mean, each night you're saying. Right. <laughs> All right. I mean, listen, that, that is something. We are straight out of Vegas. Okay. Tom Brady. He's broken people's expectations. Let's assume Tom Brady is one of one. And when we get the next Tom Brady, we'll say, hey, he's two or two. But you know what? Chances are no one in the league right now falls in that category. So now we got to look at everyone else. 
Now, some people might say, RJ, no, you're wrong. It was. It's not just Brady. It's this age, this era, nutrition, and all that is making things so – and training. It's Players just play later. Okay, let's look at the – cohorts, as they say, of this era for Brady. You know, quarterbacks that came in between 99, 2005, let's say, 6. Kind of Aaron Rodgers at the end of that. Okay. So, we got Brady. Otherwise, which quarterback has gone deep into, you know, past 40 and beyond in a successful way? Peyton Manning didn't. Eli Manning didn't. Phillip Rivers didn't. Big Ben didn't. Now, who's left? Well, we got Breeze. And he was old. Well, Breeze was old. Okay, he was. Breeze played his year 40. So if you do the way we do it is if you turn that year during the season, that's that year for you. So um, this year, Aaron Rodgers enters the year at 38. He ends the season at 39. So it's his year 39 is how we're doing this. Okay. Now, year 40 is the last good year anyone has except Brady. That's all there is to it. Year 40. Brett Favre, we're going back a little bit. Brett Favre, year 40, he had a 74 QBR. That's outstanding. His year 41, 38. It was his last year. He hit the wall. It was over. All right? Minnesota, both those years. Breeze, year 40, 73. Now, he made an exception. Year 41, he had a 68. Then he retired. But with Sean Payton, with Breeze, Noodle arm, as we joked about, because I thought he was better than everyone else, but he did have a noodle arm. I mean, if Breeze is the shining example of the second best you can play at age 41 behind Brady, man, that isn't all that great. You're not probably winning a Super Bowl with that. Well, Aaron Rodgers, this is year 39 for him, and next year is year 40. So even if Aaron Rodgers be second best old quarterback ever, he would have two years left in his second year. You know, so year 2022, that's next year, and then 2023, year after. That'd be it. So, AJ, all of the kind of deliberating between uh, how much do you put up with, what's the benefit, cost benefit, hassle benefit, we're talking about two years, and that's assuming he had his very best yep. year, or one of the best, and then he had he dropped off to nothing. He won a Super Bowl his last year, but still, he, it was a below average year for, for a regular quarterback, not just for him. And then he was out of the league. And the wall comes fast and unexpectedly for a lot of these guys. That's what the wall is. <laughs> if you knew it, if you knew it, you'd slow down before you hit the wall. Yeah. Right. All right. So, Drew, go ahead. For Drew Brees, he never missed more than one game from 2002 up until age 40. He missed four games at age 40, five games at age 41. So the wall comes not just talent-wise, but injury-wise too. That's Mackenzie Rivers, budding star. He loves his microphone time. But you know what? That was good. He said that in pre-production. So Breeze, we could say, is the guy that was kind of decent at age 41. But you know what? He missed nine games in those two years. So he was decent, but you're missing a quarter of the season and beyond. And let's assume that or that, that Rodgers can do that. That's two years and, and maybe a th- and the third seems very – I mean, again, he'd be new territory if he goes into the third except for Brady. So this is all about two seasons. Whatever amount of hassle and crap you would take with Aaron Rodgers for 10 years, it's got to be a lot less for two. And you know what? Quarterbacks that have been the most talented, most talented in high school, college, even the pros now. Imagine that. You're amongst the best in the world and you're better talent-wise. Because Rodgers probably is – especially amongst the older quarterbacks. 
who knows about Mahomes or whatever, about pure talent. You don't take kindly to slowing down, deteriorating, corroding of talent. How many of those quarterbacks do well in that situation? Oh, yeah, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't start every game. Maybe we should put him in here because I'm getting older. I got to know my time. No. They're fighting and clawing because their entire lives they were told their dreams were crazy and they've achieved them all. It's just like boxers. They never know it's over because they've been told they were crazy the whole time. They kept winning. So why would this time be any different? When Muhammad Ali got beat by Holmes, he could have said they thought I was done against Foreman 10 or eight years before. But the wall comes, as McKenzie told us. It does come. All right. We've laid the groundwork. AJ's made his point. I th- and, and again, it's a strong one. You are out of the Aaron Rodgers business if somehow you become a GM. But as a talk show guy, you'll talk about him a lot. I'll have to. Is that, oh, see, we there you go. I'm going to wait till after the break. I am, I'm going to make a ground. <laughs> I'm going to make a show-changing announcement. Now, the change is going to be for one day. But I'm going to do something tomorrow that has A.J. making decisions he's never made before. And I'll tell you after Ooh. the break. This is R.J. Bell. I'm A.J. Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Oh, straight out of Vegas. And I'm AJ Hoffman. In just a minute, we're going to wrap up a conversation about Aaron Rodgers, but first we've got to get to a big announcement. Okay, I'm going to do this even before the weather. <laughs> AJ came on board. You know, he's worked with me when he had a job in Houston. Uh, he was a programming director, you know, big star at ESPN in Houston. Also was the drive time guy with Fred Fowler, ratings leader. Somehow we plucked him away from that. And he said, I'm going to go to Vegas. And he's been here since August or so and doing yep. a great job on this show. But let's be honest. You were kind of the – Fred was a little older. And, you know, let's say Fred was comfortable with you taking the lead at times on your show, wouldn't you say? Yes. And that meant you pretty much could do the show you wanted every day. Yeah. All right. I'm not as easy going. No. I don't know if you know that. No, and I've noticed. So here's the thing. I think what we should do is every once in a while, once or twice a month, we're going to have the A.J. Hoffman Executive Producer Day. <laughs> so starting tomorrow, it will be or it will be a day tomorrow, not starting tomorrow, that every topic is going to be your decision. And I'm going to be you. I'll do the reads on the way out. I won't do them as well. Maybe I have to pre-record them. But the reality is now I'll do it live. But the reality is tomorrow, starting at 6 Eastern, it's going to be the A.J. show. And for all those that are going to owe me an apology, I will accept it graciously. But, you know, maybe maybe I'll be wrong, AJ. <laughs> what do you think? I'm, I'm down, and we'll do one for McKinsey at some point as well, maybe. Well, listen, you're just trying to def- defray the, 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 the uh, attention you're going to be getting. They're going to think, well, AJ, I don't know about that, but maybe McKenzie could be even a real train wreck. No, 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 no. We may or may not do McKenzie. We certainly are doing <laughs> you tomorrow. All right. Executive producer. I'm in. Are you going to get any cards written up or anything? No. All right. Okay. The neon is percolating. All right, RJ. Let's wrap up this Aaron Rodgers conversation. You, you said something during the break that's really interesting about the way that we measure quarterbacks. Well, think about this. <clears throat> Excuse me. In any business, they say you are what you measure. So let's say um, I'll give you a great example. Lou Gehrig. Kyle Ripken, 
Now, why do we know Lou Gehrig's name? Well, he was with the Yankees. Oh, okay. Like, we know every Yankee. He hit a lot of home runs. Well, he hit less than Babe Ruth. The Iron Man. The reason we know Lou Gehrig is that when Cal Ripken beat it straight without missing a game, when Ripken beat it, it was the biggest story of the year, it felt like. But that's what, what's that? When do you ever talk about games played consecutive? But someone tracked, if they hadn't tracked that, if somehow it was just not known that Lou Gehrig had played that many, it, it happened, but no one tracked it. Lou Gehrig, we wouldn't know his name today. There wouldn't be a Lou Gehrig's disease. I mean, it's, it's a situation, not that that was a great thing, but it's like he's that famous. They, they, he gets a disease, they name it after him because Would of that. Would there be a Wally Pip? We Would wouldn't even know Wally. Pip? Yeah. Imagine how amazing someone is that the guy that replaced him, we know the name, don't get Wally <laughs> Pipped as a verb because they counted it. But if they didn't count it, we wouldn't even know it if it wasn't tallied and it wouldn't matter. Okay. What matters for a quarterback? Well, a lot of people will say, well, you had to be there. Well, you know what? I don't know what the had to be there is going to be in the future. So maybe it's going to be whatever. Because we don't know. Like Jim Brown, my dad used to say, Jim Brown, you had to be there. Okay, but I wasn't there, so now I need to look at the stats. And that, to me, are the two other things, are wins slash titles. Hey, count the rings, baby. But you know what? Smart people rebel against that. They hate that. They reject the idea that it's just about titles. What about Robert Ory? You know, say, like, well, you got to be the best player on the team. Well, now it gets subjective. I am more of a title guy, to be honest, than you might think, because I believe stats are just as subjective in their own way. How much does an interception cost you? How much does the touchdown benefit you? Well, we have a passer rating. The passer rating has literally been, I don't want to say debunked, but amongst serious analytics people, no one even considers it. It's not even a consideration. QBR is better. There's variations on EPA, you know, adjustment for strength of schedule. There's all kinds of different things you can do. But passer rating is not even in the conversation. But amongst the mainstream media, less savvy in stats, passer rating still it. And reporting has come out of Chicago or out of Green Bay that Aaron Rodgers is obsessed with his passer rating to the detriment of winning games. And I'll give you an example. It was written by 538, like seven, eight years ago, that Aaron Rodgers is about half as effective as other elite quarterbacks when trailing by more than a touchdown. And it's like, why would that be? Like he's at the top of every list. If you look at the analytics at this point, but when they were down by 10, 14, the Packers, he just didn't come back near as much. And the speculation was he wasn't willing to take the the big risks associated with coming back. Because if you're down big, you got to throw it deep. you got to throw it in the coverage. Because if you just dink and dunk down the field, you don't, you don't have enough time to come back. And Aaron Rodgers didn't want that on his stats is the speculation. Because, yeah, we might improve the chance of winning this game from 2% to 4%, but we're still probably going to lose, and I don't want the interceptions. And if you look at the telltale sign is a Hail Mary at the end of halves, is when a quarterback throws it out of bounds or throws it too far, that's often a quarterback saying, this doesn't, it's not going to work. Why am I going to let them pick me off? Because when it comes contract time, when it comes legacy time, that stat is going to matter. 
I got to tell you something, man. One, AJ, I think you look at Aaron Rodgers, and this seems like a compelling case that that's happening. But number two, I'm not sure if I blame him. Because in 50 years, they're not going to remember that comeback win or not. They're going to remember Super Bowls, which he's not going to be great on. And they're going to remember stats. And if passer rating is still, if he's like, he has the second highest of all time. And they're going to say, see, he was underrated. He got unlucky in the playoffs. <laughs> Thoughts? No, I, I think you're right. Because when, especially when you, when you talk about 10, 15 years after he's done playing, no one's going to remember this conversation that, that he didn't take chances that maybe could have given him another win or two. Now, if he was doing this in the postseason, if he wasn't going all out to win a, a postseason game, I think it'd be a different conversation. But rarely are you going to be remembered for, oh, did he come back in a, in a regular season game or not? I, I don't think that's going to be something that's attached to him long term. That's A.J. Hoffman. We're straight out of Vegas. I, let's question what you just said, though. I think you're generally right. But the same people that are saying he doesn't want to throw into coverage when it's maybe necessary because of the game state, because they're losing big, they said that was why perhaps against San Fran they were vulnerable to a punt block changing the whole game. Because when once they got the lead, he was much less aggressive than you think he should have been to be optimal. And that's the thing about habits. When you start getting into habits and you love the fact you only had three interceptions, well, that bleeds into your decision-making. Because when you make instant decisions, you can't contemplate, well, you know, I should throw into coverage here. No, no, no. You have these blink-type habits. And perhaps, and Mackenzie, you watching every play of that game, you had a towel in your mouth like Tarkanian did, like the shark did, like you were so <laughs> nervous, is – did it feel like Aaron Rodgers had some spots he could have got aggressive when they were up before the block punt that he didn't? Yes, one in particular comes right to mind. It was their last possession. 49ers ended up winning on a field goal, but it was tied before that. Third and 10, he said it was a 50-50 ball. He threw it about 50 yards into double coverage to Devontae Adams. It wasn't a 50-50 ball. It might have been a 10% chance, and he wasn't under pressure. He could have rolled out. He had time on third and 10. He didn't know it was the last time he would touch the ball the whole season. But he could have been more aggressive there. Okay, but how is throwing in a double coverage not aggressive? I mean, I, I'm trying to follow your exact example. He, he, he overthrew Adams. There was uh, no one was going to catch that ball. So he you, just you, you thought he was throwing the. So what you're saying is he threw the ball away. Exactly. Yes. Wow. Like you remember that play, AJ? I don't remember it offhand. No. But you I, I, didn't you have a you I didn't have a towel in my mouth. That's what I was thinking, man. You might have had some Doritos in your mouth is what I'm thinking. <laughs> as soon as he let it go, I got. I was relieved. I'm like, thank God, we're, we're going to get the ball back. It's like Aaron being Aaron. We. A yeah, there you go, right? Uh, when do you? Can I see the next check you get from Cousin Kyle? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to ask him where it's been. That's, that's, uh, we're all mouth. wondering. We're all wondering. <laughs> all right, that's the budding star, Mackenzie Rivers. His initials are Mr. Think about that a second. All right, AJ. I, I got to be honest, in tomorrow's show, when you're executive producer, will there be anything that good? Uh, is, is Anything that, like what McKenzie just did? No, no, what I just did. Oh, forget no, pro probably <laughs> not. I was going to say I can beat what McKenzie did, but I don't know about what All you right, did. but remember, I'm an asset for you. Tomorrow, right. executive producer A.J. Hoffman, R.J. Bell staff. <laughs> Senior staff? <laughs> Senior staff. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, I'm A.J. Hoffman. He's the voice of Vegas, R.J. Bell. Boy, I love Mr. Dan Byron. I mean, just succinct. He gives you all the important stuff. Dan, quick question. You got a second? Yes. Do you have any reporting on any business relationship between Aaron Rodgers and Pat McAfee? 
I do not. I I, it does, just as a, a casual observer, doesn't that seem weird? It, it is unique, but there's also uh, Aaron Rodgers and A.J. Hawk, and A.J. Hawk's a part of that show. We're yeah, but he doesn't friends. seem to be close with a lot of his former teammates. No, but I, I do think that they were pretty good friends when they were in Green Bay. Okay. I'm just trying to figure – I'm not a reporter. I'm, like, I'm, I'm just trying to figure it all out. I know that I think that there was like a there was a group a bit of a I don't know if it was a clique that you could say but that Rodgers and AJ Hawk were pretty tight during their time. All right, see that's why we love them. Thank you, Dan. Thanks, guys. All right, Dan was very uncomfortable. He's like, I gotta get off here as quick as possible. <laughs> <laughs> that's you why he's kept executive his, producing the show. That's why he kept his job for so long. I mean, this guy he, he does a great job, and he, there's, there's, if the drama starts, he's got a call to make in the other room. You know, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> alright all joking aside though AJ is it's like if you hear someone and again obviously Fox Sports Radio has other update guys that do a fine job but when you hear other stations and stuff do updates like it's like you've you're lo- now did your local station do updates we did for a while we i think we stopped around covid time when that when sports stopped we, we let go of yeah. our, uh, and our I sports mean, reporter espn used to have like the duke or whatever his name was was on yep. there and it was like again he was i mean he was an old time guy that was good i thought but it's like when you hear it these days it's like no it's a hard job and there's never a brain freeze either. It's like sometimes you, th- you know, it, I don't think I'd be very good at that job. No, I don't oh, think thank I would you, be. Thank I cer- you. I, no, I was talking about I certainly wouldn't either. <laughs> All right. One last thought. You know, we can make fun of Aaron Rodgers. And again, he's a great quarterback and he's a good looking dude. He can't find the right gal. But I mean, <laughs> but the reality is that. Part of the, in America that we kind of the cost of being famous and rich is you get made fun of because the people who aren't you kind of are jealous. And it happens at every level, right? If a high school quarterback is the quarterback and he's dating the prom queen, the nerds in the playing, you know, Dungeons and Dragons in the basement are saying crap about he's dumb. I mean, it's just it's a human nature. But I I think a thing that's really wrong is how someone's either mentally disturbed or ill and we should really be sad for him and helpful and all that, or he's not. And if he's not, everything he does is like, we can be critical and we don't think he's a human. Because the reality is mental health is a spectrum. There might be a line that if you pass it, you're in trouble and thus we're going to put you in a certain category as a society. But we all have weaknesses. We all have fears. And... As much as we look at Aaron Rodgers and scoff, in a way, you should kind of feel bad that he needs this attention. I mean, it's like, and I, when I say feel bad, I don't mean like feel bad and haha, I'm laughing saying he's pathetic. No, I'm saying like there's something, like you look in his eyes, you can tell he's searching for something. And if he was all, con- you've seen the people that are content, they got the two kids. And, and when you're thinking of, or at least I'm thinking, if I was in that spot, I'd be like, man, this is tough. I, I want to go do something. Because I'm not kind of a, kids are going to be my life kind of guy. But you know what? My sister, that's her life. And generally she loves it. And everyone's different. But boy, it, it, you look at Aaron Rodgers, AJ, let me ask you, and we got to take her a break after, is... As much as we don't like a lot of the things he puts out there, if you ask the question why he's doing it, it, the answer isn't all laughs, I think. What do you think? 
No, I, I don't think it's all laughs either. I, I do think there is something about him that. But it, that yeah, it, there's a lot of people that. I mean, it's not him. It's like we're seeing this side of him. But like we we see so few people's truth. That, and we know our own truth. And everyone listening, and I'm sorry to interrupt, everyone listening is thinking, if every, if anyone knew everything I ever thought and felt, oh, my God, would they think I'm crazy? And you know what? Almost everyone thinks that. So it's like when you get a glimpse of the truth of someone, it's often unsettling because, you know what? No one puts the truth out there. And social media, that's been more extreme. Everyone's got the right angle. They take three pictures. It's filtered. And everyone looks better than you look in the mirror. And, I mean, obviously that's more of a teen thing with the looks and all that, though it's still the case beyond people worry. But I, I don't know. It, it just it feels like this is the beginning of something different where Rodgers has shown us more than most have showed us. And it's not all edited. It's not Tom Brady-esque with the, the editing. And who knows with Tom Brady because we're seeing it now with, 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 with Bruce Arians. Closing thought. My, my thoughts are that Aaron Rodgers is just one of these guys who is – it loves being famous and hates when the the spotlight is not on him for any amount of time and he if he could be a movie star or a rock star and and tour the country and every day there were people fawning over him he'd love it the problem is there's an off season in football so he's got to he's got to make himself relevant in the off season i think that's what he's doing here i think that's a very well said and i also think that the industrial complex of sports entertainment feeds off it and it, maybe it's a, a very symbiotic relationship that everyone's happy. But you know what? I'm not particularly happy about it. When we come back, <laughs> I thought that Colin Cowherd yesterday had maybe one of his greatest segments ever. And it was about Michael Jordan. And I think what he said uh, not only speaks to Jordan, but speaks to Colin's greatness. And I got to be honest, I haven't been as excited to get out a segment as this because I think it tells us so much. So that's going to be when we come back. AutoZone has the free services you need to help you get back on the road, like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. There were 5,600 locations nationwide. AutoZone's here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. He's RJ Bell. I'm AJ Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Right out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm AJ Hoffman. AutoZone has the free services you need to help you get back on the road, like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone's here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone, AutoZone. RJ, you teased that we were going to take a look at a segment that Colin did yesterday. Yes, and to me, this is a great segment. And he talked about Michael Jordan and the All-Star Game reception. He led the show with it yesterday. But... I think it says a lot about Colin and why he really is a one-of-a-kind voice in sports talk. And here was the segment generally, and I'll you know paraphrase it, is Jordan's the most popular former athlete maybe ever, certainly today, that we were in Cleveland for the game, Akron, uh, you know, less than an hour away. LeBron br- brought a title to Cleveland, and he got less of a cheer than Michael. And it's important to realize why that is. 
And it's for all these reasons that the media particularly doesn't like. They don't like that Michael Jordan was so fanatical about winning. They didn't like that Michael Jordan was, to use Collins' phrase, provincial, that it was Chicago first, forget about L.A. They're, 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 we're playing them. We hate them. We hate Boston, Philadelphia, whatever, Cleveland. I mean, this was Cleveland that their title chances with Elo and that team got crushed because of Michael. But they love it. Why? Because he won. He's a winner, no doubt. That's part of it. But it was also the way he went about it. You know, it's like intense loyalty to an owner, as Colin said very well, who underpaid. I mean, if you watch The Last Dance, you couldn't have been a huge fan of what, Reinsdorf? Is that how you say it, AJ? Reinsdorf? Yes. Yeah. So, but you know what? The fans don't necessarily love the owner of their team either, but they only got one team. And to me, it's such a strong point, and it so runs counter to what players think they are, or not what they think they are, what they are today. They're mercenaries. It's about they're the company. They're the thing you should root for. The, the teams are laundry. And it doesn't matter if LeBron has the Cavs, the Heat, the Lakers, or the next team. LeBron's like a strip mining operation. Comes in, takes all the assets out of the earth, <laughs> spends them, and it goes to the next place. And there's just a hole in the wall, people, a hole in the ground people fish in after. But the fish have three eyes. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I might do a whole thing on that, but that's different. And you know what? Michael, he was still the best player in the NBA when he quit the first time, or when he quit after the sixth, the sixth title. Right, but he didn't want to go somewhere else. Now I still don't fully understand that. But again, I don't understand Michael because I'm not Michael. He he's uh, the greatest winner we've seen in decades. I don't know about Bill Russell, but the second piece of this though, and this is easy, Colin doesn't believe any of this. Meaning in his heart, he isn't a guy that is team first. He's a guy that is mobile by his own admission. He said that right in the segment. But he saw something different than what is his inclination and he reported on it so well and to me that honesty of i'm going to tell you what i see and i'm going to say it well i'm not sure any other radio guy in the country's got that and in something where i was saying yeah michael michael and colin's like a lebron guy mostly but still he was telling the truth as he saw it so well and to me that's why colin is colin and michael's michael and i'm rj Yep, that's uh, that was a pretty incredible segment. AutoZone has the free service you need to help you get back on the road, like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone's here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone, AutoZone. If you missed any of today's show, including our discussion about Aaron Rodgers and what he's worth, check out the podcast at FoxSportsRadio.com. We're back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 o'clock Vegas time. We are straight out of Vegas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! 